0: Listening to the Sit Down Standout Show, the podcast where people with all abilities and challenges can stand out from the rest, even if they've got to sit down to do it. I'm Ben and Dykstra, the Rolling Dragon, and it's time for this show to take flight. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Sit Down Standout Show, the podcast that gives people with all abilities and challenges a chance to stand out from the rest, even if they have to sit down to do it. My guest with me here today is a author, a cerebral palsy advocate, and a radio host with the show Stomping on CP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tylea Flores. Tylea, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we've been talking back and forth online through the uh, support group for uh, individuals with cerebral palsy for a while we just haven't been able to figure out how to finally get together
1: yeah we 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 planned this last week but then i had a family emergency and but now we're here so
0: well i'm just glad everything is going okay on your end
1: yeah me too but now we're here and i'm so excited because i had been following your work for a while oh really As a fellow podcaster myself and as a radio show host personality, I thought your work was really cool. And the fact that you're from Canada.
0: Awesome. Oh, thank you. Well, hopefully everyone in your family is doing okay in Florida, considering the hurricane.
1: Oh, yeah, we're doing fine. We didn't get we didn't get hit really bad by Ian. Thank God. But there was a couple people that did. And now they're getting uh, help. So I'm thankful for that.
0: Exactly. We hope that everyone in Florida is doing the best that they can, given this situation. Yeah. So why don't we start with, how did your journey into cerebral palsy advocacy begin? Because even though you and I both share the same condition of cerebral palsy, I don't think any of us started thinking immediately, hmm, I'm going to be an advocate for my own condition.
1: Well, let me get started by saying this. At 16, I published my first book, James Taking Time Bomb, and I started to share that in advocacy groups and people started to react to it very well. And I said, hmm, why don't I use the same tool I used to help me through something that was tragic in my life to advocate for other people? And then a few months later, stomping on CP was born and I fully dedicated myself to cerebral palsy advocacy and publishing books surrounding cerebral palsy.
0: Wow, at 16, my goodness, I was still trying to figure out high school at that age.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure out high school too, but I knew I had a passion for writing and I just went with it one day, you know,
0: and it's it that's, that's one of the best approaches you can have. If you have an idea, just go with it.
1: Exactly. And the idea came from going to Barnes and Noble with my stepdad. I'm drinking a caramel frappuccino, vanilla bean uh, frappuccino as well. And I'm looking through the book session and I envision myself writing a book and signing books. And when I got home, I wrote the first sentence to James. And my mom was like, I like that. You should stick with that. And I just... Been sticking with writing ever since.
0: That is amazing. And you recently just published a book last year called Handy Capable: Stopping on the Barriers That Come My Way. It was a collection of stories regarding your experiences with cerebral palsy. Can you tell us some of your favorite stories from that book?
1: Well, some of my favorite stories from that book is when I go into like the interaction between me and my friends as a as a child living with cerebral palsy, and I explain in the book how my friends would feel bad for me, and then I insert in an article I wrote on The Mighty called What I Wish I Would Have Told My Friends About Cerebral Palsy, and it goes into that.
0: Okay. Um, now, obviously, you and I have had very similar, yet different experiences with cerebral palsy. What would you say is your best way of practicing self-care for when times can get a little difficult? Because I think we all have a date or at some point in time where we do all this work, yet we still get kind of a little bit of slack or we just get exhausted with trying to handle our advocacy and live with our conditions. So how do you practice self-care, Tylea?
1: How do I practice self-care? Well, when I'm having a real bad off day. I listen to music and I embrace what the world's trying to teach me at this moment. And I just grab my pen or my keyboard in a sense. And I start journaling about the day and what I learned from that day. So I take the negative perspective and flip it around. And I like listening to country music. So that helps.
0: I love country music.
1: Me too. It's like, the greatest thing ever like blake shelton's music's got me through a lot miranda lambert's music's got me through a lot Ariba's song i'm a survivor has got me through a lot just so many artists that have helped me through my journey with cp that i have to be thankful that they use their voices especially blake shelton
0: exactly taking the taking your experiences throughout the day and then writing them down in your journal can be a bit cathartic because once you write it down you're able to think about things a little bit differently versus bottling them up in your head
1: yeah and and when that doesn't really help much i talk to my therapist my psychologist because there's nothing wrong with getting help for your mental health and That's something that I want to address the people with.
0: Exactly. There is no shame in going after any type of help if you need it. It might take you a while to realize that you need it, but there's no shame in looking for it.
1: There's no shame. Like I started going to therapy in 2020 because 2018 and 2019 were some of the most difficult years of my life, but I spent so much time advocating and overworking myself that I didn't I didn't have time to process my mental health. Then COVID hit, and that's when it really got to me that I was dealing with something bigger than what I can handle.
0: Right. COVID-19 had a bad effect on a lot of people. The whole pandemic overall, it either made you realize that you needed to look into the mirror and realize who you were as a person, or it kind of gave people a fresh start about what they wanted to do next.
1: Yeah. And for me, I got both because... During that time period, and not a lot of people know this, I was working on the Handy Capable series, and it wasn't called Handy Capable yet. It was called, it was supposed to be called Why I Advocate, and it was supposed to like mush all my life experiences into one book. So instead of you guys having the five books of the Handy Capable series, you guys would have had a big, bigger book. And then I got in contact with Shirley Lockett Alexander, who was the, the writer of Keeping the Dukes of Hazard Alive, and I, I was involved in one of her books. And then she approached me and she said, well, do you want to write your autobiography? And I said, sure, here, I already have it. So I gave her that and we split the manuscript into five books.
0: Wow, five books already. And you're only a couple years older than I am.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a it was a fun process. Like right now I'm doing um, self-publishing through K- KP Publishing now. I'm no longer with Shirley, Shirley Lockett, Alexandra. And that's where I published my new book, A Cerebral Palsy, A Beauty to be Discovered, which goes into my journey of self-love. And I have way more books to go. Actually, I'm announcing announcing one of my new books in a couple hours. Ooh. And I, I, just, I just released a new romance novel called I Love You in a Special Way, Ben. I don't know if you, you saw that on my Facebook,
0: but... No, I didn't quite see that, but after this, we will have links in the show notes below so that everyone can access all of your books. But one question that I would like to ask, since we were talking about artists, who are some of your favorite handy, capable artists and why? And also, who are some of your influences for your cerebral palsy advocacy?
1: Well, honestly, when I think of, like, the community in itself, you're one of my favorites. Um, Judith Holman, who was um, a disability rights activist, she's one of my favorites. Claiming disability, Erin Moon Kay, she's phenomenal at what she does. And if you haven't gotten an interview with her, you should kyle and christina from that radio station disability global broadcast they're one of my favorite people and they have a radio show called uh keeping it real i believe it's called and i used to listen to them religiously so that there there's a lot of people but just to name a few and and one of my favorite comedians is josh blue so
0: Oh, I tried to reach out to him. I haven't heard back from him yet.
1: Oh, I've tried. I've tried for three years.
0: I've also tried to reach out to the lost voice guy from Britain's Got Talent.
1: Oh, I, I loved him. He was so he was so
0: great. And we can't forget your wife.
1: Yeah, so.
0: In your years of working as a cerebral palsy advocacy person and just in terms of your life experience. What do you think your biggest struggle has been?
1: My biggest struggle has been, and I'm going to be honest, with people being too old school when it comes to advocacy. And not accepting the new.
0: Okay, can you elaborate on that a little bit?
1: handy capable a lot of people gave me crap for that because they said oh you used an ableist you're taken away from the person's disability and you're not showing your your disability pride when everybody has a different way of showing their disability and they shouldn't judge you for the way you're labeled because it's your it's your life
0: exactly Yeah, we didn't ask for it. We just live with it. We should decide how. Yeah,
1: instead of going by the statistics and the politics and the whole thing, I just feel like I needed to be different. And that was the word I was using because that's what I believe. I believe that I'm more than my disability and I'm capable of achieving my dreams and goals. So there goes that.
0: That's definitely an inspirational take on the idea of I have to live with this condition, so I'm going to live with it how I want to. And that's one of the reasons why I came up with the sit down standout show. I live my life sitting down in this wheelchair, but I'm going to stand out from everybody else and you're just going to watch me succeed.
1: (laughs) That's that's how you have to live it, you know, and I commend you because not a, a lot of people would see their disability as something that holds you back, and it doesn't. It only holds you back if you let it.
0: Exactly. It, it, you have to decide whether you're going to let it hold you back. And that's what, unfortunately, not a lot of able-bodied people understand is that you, we don't need your sympathy. We need yeah, you no. un, We need you to understand our needs and accommodate them. And realize that we are the exact same as you, just differently abled.
1: So, so it's like a quote I put on TikTok the other day. I said, I don't want people to feel petty for me because I have a disability. I want people to embrace it with me.
0: Right, because we're all in this journey together.
1: Exactly. There should be no pittiness for us.
0: No, we should be celebrating what we have even
1: exactly
0: and be a challenge we still have gifts it just takes us a little while to figure it out exactly now for someone who might be listening to this show for someone who might be listening to your show which by the way i would love to come on if you ever have a vacant spot in the schedule oh yeah
1: you're gonna come on i plan to bring it back in 2023 so i'm really looking forward to that you know i will I was with Asheville FM previously, but Dr. Hyena went off to do other things. And now I was just on my own. I took a much needed break and I'm excited to come back with the show. New content, new experience. And I also have a spinoff show called The Stop, Burn, Loves podcast that I do with my partner, Gina Ray. And that's coming back, too. So be on the lookout for both shows.
0: Oh, I'm sure we all will. And I'm looking forward to listening to those. But one question I have for you is what advice would you give to someone who right now has a disability or a mental health challenge and is currently either struggling with living with that challenge or is struggling to be an advocate like we are? Well,
1: I would just say keep writing the story because one day someone else is going to need it for their survival guide. So keep going and keep stomping and remember just because you have one bad chapter in your book doesn't mean it defines the rest of your book.
0: Hey, my fellow standouts, it's the rolling dragon Ben and Dykstra here to ask you a couple of questions as we've reached the halfway point in our program. Has life thrown you a curveball? Have you lived with what many people would consider unfortunate circumstances or unique challenges? How have you turned them around? into something positive for yourself and for others. Is it your time to stand out from the rest? Well then, register as a guest at www.rollingdragonmedia.com and get ready to stand out from the rest. And now, for the rest of our story. Exactly, like, that, that's one thing I wish people would say more about celebrities too. Like if they had a bad re- reputation for chaos and partying, like, that's one page in the overall book. Like, if he was a good guy to the most of the people he was involved with, then he should yeah. be defined as a good person, not as like a giant party animal that was crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's, I don't know. Selena Gomez just came out with her biography, and I was watching it on Apple TV yesterday, and it goes into how she struggled with bipolar disorder, and she still struggles with it. And I was crying through the whole documentary because I was like, this is the most realist documentary I've ever seen.
0: I never knew she even had that.
1: Yeah, Selena, go because she just announced it prior to her um, documentary coming out on Apple TV.
0: Okay, I just thought she got depressed after Beaver left her.
1: So the Selena Gomez thing it it made me appreciate her so much for what she went through and meanwhile she was on Disney Channel and you didn't and you you wouldn't think that she would have a bipolar disorder you didn't think that she had nothing wrong with her but she said her time in Disney affected her
0: Wow even the happiest place on earth can have an effect on people
1: Yeah so I was I was crying for her, but they were happy tears because it's like finally a real documentary that speaks the truth about life.
0: I feel like it's the amazing thing about mental health conditions and then disabilities like ours is ours are visible, but people often get what they are very inaccurate. And, and then with disabilities like bipolar, unless you're seeing somebody have a meltdown, it's invisible.
1: And you would never know. Same thing. I know. Same thing with cerebral palsy, and people see us smiling. They would never know that we go through these obstacles and challenges that try to define us, but we win.
0: Yeah, I've had a few uh, people come up to me and say, uh, What's wrong with your legs? And I would just go, Well, I was born different. And then some people would be like, Wait a minute, were you in an accident? And I'm like, no. Yeah,
1: no. That's the same thing I get. Or I or I get the thing of, Can we pray for you? I'm like, why do you want to pray for me? Because you've seen me in a wheelchair? Like, pray for the homeless oh. people.
0: Oh, I like to try to find the humorous side of it. Like if someone sees my lazy eyes, because I was born cross-eyed thanks to my cerebral palsy. <laughs> somebody says, What happened to your eye? I said, Well, my mother was half lizard. <laughs> So I have like I chameleon mean, eyes that like go in multiple directions. Yeah,
1: I think I think we all have that because I've been using glasses since the age of fourteen, and I have lack of coordination, so I can't look at somebody directly in the face because of the CP.
0: Oh yeah, I've I I've seen individuals that I think might have that. Um, one thing I would also recommend like. You mentioned uh, a couple of people that you thought would be a good guest on our show. I would recommend that you check out Voices for Ability Radio. It's a radio station out of Mississauga, Ontario that teaches a podcasting program called An Accessible Voice in Broadcasting. That's the program I learned to be able to get this started. And in the new year, they're revamping their radio show content. So I might possibly be on there.
1: Oh, awesome. Awesome. I think they follow me on Twitter. If I'm not mistaken, I got it checked. But yeah, I've heard of them.
0: Oh, yeah, they are amazing people. And uh, one of the founder, Melanie Taddeo, I'm having one of her episodes air in the middle of the month, like November 16th, I think.
1: Sweet. You know, I, I, as a radio show host personality, I believe there needs to be more radio that features people with disabilities, that has radio personalities with disabilities.
0: Well, one thing that I found when I was doing my program down there is they would have several people come in that were uh, disabled radio personalities, but the majority of them were actually blind. So it felt like, okay, they are filling in the disability gap by having one type of disability, but it's like, yeah, I don't feel very well represented here. Yeah, it's like
1: no diversity whatsoever, and that and, was... And it,
0: And it wasn't their fault. It was just that nobody with cerebral palsy that worked in radio filled out the form to uh, appear for a visit. And I went, "Okay, that's no problem." But it's like, wait a minute, is this because we've been granted a lack of opportunities? Because every radio station I have seen, I feel claustrophobic being six feet tall in a wheelchair in the radio station.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them aren't handicapped accessible. So when I was,
0: or the. Or the bathroom's not accessible, or there's um, no exit for fires.
1: Yeah. So when I, so when I was like volunteering at Asheville FM, I asked somebody, they're like, "Can I come in and do a show if I'm in the area with my uncle? I wouldn't mind going on the air for two hours." They're like, "Well, I think we should let you know that the equipment's not accessible, and yeah, it, it's a really small room, and we don't."
0: Well, I mean, it's a good thing that at least they told you right off the bat, as opposed to making it kind of, oh, let's give it a try over here. No, nope. try over there. No, nope. didn't work.
1: No, didn't work. And plus, their equipment was outdated compared to the equipment that I used for my, for my shows and the way I edited my shows.
0: Yeah, I feel like the system is different for everybody because when I was in college, Everybody did Adobe. And then I got accustomed to the Reaper software while I was in the program. I completely feel like I understand Reaper because it, they took the time to do one-on-one with you. Whereas at college, it was like everybody in the class get into a group and we're all doing this.
1: Yeah, Adobe is not my best friend. So I ju- when I edit a show, I either use GarageBand or voice demo, depending on the show.
0: Right. Now, uh, I only have two more questions for you. Where can people find all of your many projects? Because you just mentioned that in 2023, you'll be bringing back Stomping on CP, and you have recently got a... You recently, on your Facebook page, posted a picture of getting a copy of your most recent book in your hand?
1: Yes. So you guys can find me at my website, com. You can find me on my Amazon a publishing page at amazon.com slash forward tylea El flores and you can find me on facebook at stomping on cerebral palsy with tylea
0: and don't forget stomping on cp on instagram
1: yeah and stomping on cp with tylea on instagram and on twitter i believe i'm stomping on CP one
0: now, Tila or Tylea, sorry, Tylea, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this show?
1: Well, despite the obstacles and challenges you face with cerebral palsy, you got to keep on stomping.
0: And with that, we are going to wrap up another excellent episode of the Sit Down Stand Out Show. I'd like to thank my wonderful guest, Tylea Flores. We'll be happy to have you back on at any time. Not a problem. You've always- And always remember, it takes physical strength to stand up, but inner strength to stand out from the rest. With that, I am Ben and Dykstra The Rolling Dragon, and we shall see you next time.